Wow, I just love that. Look at those waters. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Thanks for zooming in and, and showing us that. That that's powerful. Yeah. When when are we going on? Huh? Now? Oh, we're, we're not. Hello, everybody. That's the second week in a row. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this Wednesday night Bible study right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. It's Wednesday Live once again for the Good News Bible Study. And we've been having a great time. Uh, did you enjoy that little waterfall picture, zoomed in thing? Uh, so peaceful. You know, in life, especially certain times of the year, it can get so chaotic around Christmas time, so chaotic. But I'm thankful that we can have this time to just rest and reflect in the Lord Jesus. As a matter of fact, let's do a little bit more of that. Can you bring bring that picture back up? The Yeah, the waterfall. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. We're just resting in Jesus. So no, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, realize that we can have peace in him. Peace in him. Hear that water. Oh, receive the peace of God that passes all understanding. Let it keep your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. Peace, I declare to you in Jesus' name. Peace. Peace in the mighty name of Jesus peace in the midst of your storm. And Father, I just pray that you would give your beloved peace right now through what they're facing, through what they're going through. Peace. Lord, fill their hearts with your peace and your comfort. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Awesome. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, so we're here live again on Wednesday night and our our prayer partners are standing by in the chat area. And don't forget, as we start up tonight, to go ahead and chat in your hellos. Uh, type, uh, type in or chat in your, your first name and where you're from so that we can uh, give you a, a text back. Our operators are standing by, our prayer partners are standing by to talk to you in the live chat. And if you have a prayer request, just go ahead and type that in in the prayer request as well on the live chat. If you're joining us by way of YouTube, don't forget to smash that like button. And if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, make sure that you do that. Amen. Remember, everybody can go to our website at kingdomrock.org, kingdomrock.org. So those of you, blah, 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 those of you that are watching live, please pray for us. And those of you that are watching the replay, okay, pray for us too, because we're praying for you right now in Jesus' mighty name. All right, we're going to go right back into the Word of God tonight. Um, we are standing by in the chat area. I see some hellos. I see some welcomes. So thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, at the close of tonight's broadcast, we're, we will have communion. We'll have uh, communion. So make sure that you join us. It's going to be fabulous. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so let's go on. Last time we were here in John, the uh, 11th chapter, or rather John, the first chapter. No, no, no. We were there in John, the 11th chapter. Let me get my stuff together. Uh, John, the 11th chapter. And we've been talking about believing in 
Jesus. This whole series, The Path of Salvation, talks about believing in Jesus. As a matter of fact, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, or his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, that is, believes and continues to believe in him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. The Father wants you to believe in Jesus, and believing in Jesus is the will of God for your life. You know, I have so much faith, and I know the, the Lord has so much faith in his born-again experience. When someone gives their life to Jesus, and when they opens the door for Jesus to come in, their whole life will change. The Bible declares that you become a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You become, as one translation says, a new species of, of being, someone that has never existed before. God creates you new. That's why those old things are gone. Behold, the new is come. And so after you are born of God, after you have believed in Jesus and received him as your Lord and Savior, the next step is to renew your mind. That is the saving of your soul. Your soul needs to be saved. Now, your soul is made up of your mind, your will, your intellect. So we can still, our memories, we can still remember how to do things wrong. We can still, even though that we are new creatures in the spirit, we can still choose to walk after the things of the flesh. We can still choose to be disobedient to God. We can still choose to live under a lie. But that's not God's intent, and that's not what he wants for you and I. He wants us to grow up in Christ Jesus and realize who you are in him so that you may live a fulfilling and abundant life in Christ Jesus so that you may thrive in this life and become all that God uh, has designed for you to be. There's something so wonderful and something so special about you. There's never existed in this whole human race, in, in all of time, there's never existed someone like you. You're special. You are unique. And you are worth dying for. Oh, that's powerful. Who needs to hear that tonight? You're worth dying for. How do I know that? Because God gave his only begotten son to die for you. We say, yes, the human race, yes, but it was for you. God found value in you and decided to pay the ultimate price, sending his own son to die the death for you and to be resurrected for you so that you could be righteous in his sight. Father loves you so much. I want to, I pray Father helps me communicate that to you, how much he really does love you and how much he really does value you. You are highly valuable in the kingdom of God, highly valuable to the, to the Father. That's why the enemy really hates us so much. And remember, the devil's not trying to hurt you. He's trying to kill you. And if he could, if he could have, he would have by now. But you are still alive at this moment because destiny is still calling. You still have a purpose and you still have a calling in life, something that the Father has for you to do that only you can do. Now, isn't that powerful? I'm telling you. So we've been talking about believing in Jesus, the path to salvation. And we're going to continue to talk about that tonight. Uh, we, I gave you several points before. 
And we were talking, the last time we were talking about how faith in Jesus or believing in Jesus is progressive. And we were talking about um, a, a gentleman named Lazarus, really, and how the Lord Jesus uh, was resurrecting, is about to resurrect him. And we saw how this whole account has to do with faith or belief in Jesus. Now, let me back up, just show you just a few things. We won't go back into the whole thing because we're going to have to take up on verse 17. But let me show you this. Let's go again uh, to verse number, let's see here, where was it? All right, let's go to verse number five, verse four again. Verse four says, now this is John 11, verse four, John 11, verse four. And when Jesus heard that, when he heard that Lazarus, Lazarus was sick, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but unto the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. All right. So we know in the account that Lazarus did, in fact, die, but it was a temporary death. Now, I love that. I love that. Remember this. All healing is temporary. All healing is temporary whether we're healed from uh, cancer or whether we heal from diabetes or high blood pressure, all of it is temporary because it is appointed unto men to die once and to everyone to die once. Then after that, the judgment. We're all going to go by way of the grave, except the Lord Jesus comes and raptures his church, snatches his church away. And I really believe that it will be within my lifetime that the Lord Jesus comes again. But if I am wrong and we all go by way of the grave, understand all healing is temporary. So all healing does really is helps us or enables us to remain in this life a little longer, whether we are healed and we receive another 50 years of life, another 30 years of life, another 20, another 10. But all healing does is, re, is allows us to remain in this life a little bit longer and to be more productive for the kingdom of God. Because we have eternity in view. We have eternity in view. So even though Jesus is about to raise Lazarus from the dead, it's still temporary. Lazarus is going to die. He's going to die again. And Jesus talks about this. He remember when he talked, told his disciples a little bit. Let's go a little bit further into this. OK, just a little bit. I don't want to go all over it again, but let's look. Uh, John 11. Let's look at verse number. Uh, let's go to verse number five. Uh, now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary and Lazarus. Verse six. And when he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Verse seven. Uh, then after that, he saith, then after that, saith he to his disciples, let us go in, into Judea again. His disciples said, say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? You going there again? Uh, and then Jesus tells him that basically his time is not yet, so don't worry about it. That's in verse 9 and 10. We'll go ahead and read it. And Jesus answered, there are, are there not two, are there not 12 hours in a day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not because he seeth the light of the world, the light of this world. Verse 10, but if a, but if a man walk in the, in the night, he stumbleth because there is no light in him. Verse 11, these things said he, and after that he saith unto them, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go 
that I may wake him out of sleep. Now, now this is a this is a prophetic picture. I didn't see this before, but I see it now. It's a prophetic picture, really, of the cycle of life. When you and I, if the Lord tarries and we go by way of the grave, our body will sleep, but spiritually will be with the Lord. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You're separate. You are different from your body. Remember, when the Lord comes, as we go throughout eternity, this flesh will not inherit eternal life. This flesh, or we can say this corruption, uh, will not inherit incorruption. In other words, you're going to get a brand new body. I know some of you really love your body, and that's a good thing. But understand something, you won't have that body throughout eternity. God will give you a brand new body to match your brand new spirit. All right, so flesh and blood will not inherit uh, the kingdom of God, will not inherit eternal life. This won't. This will be left here. All right, now there will be a resurrection, praise the Lord, but during that resurrection, the Lord will uh, transform your body. There'll be nothing old about it. You'll get a new, brand new body. But until that time, if, if the Lord tarries and we have to go by way of the grave, our bodies will sleep, but we will be present with the Lord. Jesus tells the, the disciples here, Lazarus is sleeping. He is sleeping. He is right now separate. And then he goes on down to tell him further that Lazarus is dead. So Lazarus' consciousness, we can say, his spirit is with the Lord, but his body is laying in the tomb. He told his disciples, Lazarus sleepeth. He sleeps. I go that I may wake him up. I'm going to resurrect him. Remember, even this resurrection is going to be temporary. Lazarus is um, in a place where they're having, they've already had a funeral service for him, but that's going to be temporary. They're going to have to do it again. Maybe those same people will be there later on. I don't know how long Lazarus is going to live, another 50 or 60. I, I have no idea how long Lazarus did live, but they were going to have to have another service again because Lazarus would die again. All right, he, he would. This healing of his resurrection was temporary. Uh, when we enter into life eternal, that's permanent. The Bible calls that everlasting life. And we'll see maybe in Revelation, the 21st chapter, that when that time comes, there will be no more death. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more pain for the former things will be passed away. Oh, my Jesus. What a time. What a time. What a time. Our eternal reward. See, you see, that's how we're working right now. We're we're doing our best to serve the Lord doing our best to give him all that we are. We don't want to go by way of the grave or, or leave this world having our works unfinished. And we do realize that some people will go on before we do. But even though they have gone, we still have a mission and we still have a purpose to focus on. Our identity is in Christ. Our identity, your identity is in Christ. And he still has a work for you to do. Amen. So we find our joy in him. We find our peace in him. We find our fulfillment in Christ. Everything else is sinking sand. Everything else 
is sinking sand. You cannot build your life upon anything or anyone else. It must be built upon the firm foundation of Christ Jesus. Oh my goodness, that is so powerful. I feel that tonight as we are praying through this, as we are going through, a lot of people going through times of depression, they're missing their family members, they're missing their friends. And I understand that. But you must understand that there will be a great resurrection morning. There will be a great homegoing feast when we will all sit at the table with the Lamb of God. And we'll know each other at that time. The Bible assures me that, and maybe we can go through some of that later. The Bible assures us that I'll know you and you will know me. You'll know your loved one. You'll know them. If they have passed on in Christ Jesus, if they were in fact born of God, they'll sit with you and you'll sit with them. There'll be a great reunion time as we worship and honor and serve the Lord. Oh, it's going to be a thrilling time. I look forward to that place where there's no more suffering, no more death, no more dying, no more confusion, no more unrest. But until that day, we're going to do our best to serve the Lord. We want to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And remember, we're not working to be saved. We're working because we are saved. We are appreciative of what the Lord Jesus has done for us. And so we seek him for his power, his strength, his anointing, and his grace in our lives. As a matter of fact, let me pray that over you right now. Father, I pray for your beloved that is right now listening, right now watching. Lord, I pray that you would infuse them with your power and your strength. Lord, I pray right now by the stripes of Jesus, I declare the decree that they are healed. It is written that your beloved is right now healed. Touch your television right now. Touch your telephone. Well, however you're listening or watching right now, just touch that device. That's going to be our point of contact. And I'll touch mine too. I'll touch mine too. As the Lord can move through space and time, he's there with you right now. If you're watching the live or if you're watching the replay, he's there with you right this very moment right this very moment. And as I'm touching this, this is our point of contact. We're going to believe God for your miracle right at this very moment for your resurrection. Your resurrection may not be physical, but maybe you need to be resurrected or be be restored to life emotionally or, or mentally or physically. Maybe there's a sickness involved. Maybe your marriage needs to go through a resurrection. Maybe your career But Father, I pray right now, whatever the case is, Lord, I pray, Lord, you said in your word where two or three were to gather together in your name that you would be there in the midst of them. So Father, we agree. We gather in the name of Jesus. And Lord, as we touch and agree, this is our point of contact. We touch and agree, Lord, for their miracle, for your beloved's miracle. Lord, those that are having high blood pressure issues, I pray right now by the stripes of Jesus, that you would remove that high blood pressure issue. Those that are dealing with cancer, I declare right now in the name of Jesus that that cancer is healed. Lord, we believe right now in your word. If your word declares whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Father, I pray for the workings of a miracle right now in their lives, those that are so desperate at this moment. Lord, I pray for great peace to come upon them that you would touch them, that you would heal them, and that you would deliver them and make them whole. 
Father, I thank you for hearing us and for restoring us even right now. In Jesus' name, amen. My goodness, my goodness. I have a feeling we're going to be praying just about, um, just about all night. <laughs> Praise God. One second. All right. Okay. All right. Looks like we have just a little bit more time, maybe another... Yeah, maybe another 30 minutes left on the clock tonight. So we better get on into this. Thank God for the staff that is uh, that is with me tonight. All right. So we know from verse 11 that death is temporary. And verse number 12, it says, um, then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. All right. Let's go to verse number 13. How be it? Jesus spake of his death, uh, but they thought that uh, he had spoken of taking rest in his sleep. Verse 12, then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Now look at verse number 15. Verse 15 says, and I am glad for your sakes that I am, that I was not there to the intent that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. So we were there on last week. Now we said before that the disciples had already believed in Jesus. But he said, I'm glad that I wasn't there to the intent that you may believe. In other words, so that I can take your belief to a higher and new level and new dimension. Sometimes the Lord will allow us to go through different seasons in our lives so that we may see him in his fullness, so that our faith in him may be elevated, so that we can have a more intimate walk with him and so that we can communicate his goodness to others. You know, the things that you go through, the things that you have been through, as God has delivered you, he empowers you to also help others that are going through even worse shape or some of the same things, or maybe not as much as what you have. But I'm telling you, the Lord can use you to to do great and mighty things. He loves you so much. And you will be reunited with your loved ones. Yes, you will. I feel that tonight. You'll be reunited with your family and your friends. It is, and it is for you, it is not your time just yet. The Lord still has a work for you to do. And let's find joy in him. Amen. Let's find joy in him. All right. Thomas said, hey, let's go with him. Let's die with him. Since he's going, let's go. Let's go there. All right. We went there last time. Now let's go to verse number 17. And it looks as though, my goodness, We'll be in another part of this, Mm, but it's okay. So we're just going to continue to flow. All right. Verse 17 says, uh, so when Jesus came, he found that he had, that he had already been in the tomb four days when Jesus finally got there. Remember, let me bring up this point again, that it was thought of that if a person were, that person had died and if, if they could come back to life, you know, on the first or second day, maybe the third day, that's, it's a stretch of third day. And they would probably wouldn't have thought it was a miracle. Maybe they thought that the person was just in a deep, deep sleep. But on, on four days, they knew this person was gone. So Jesus waited until there was no question that this thing was over, that Lazarus was dead indeed, to the intent that his disciples would believe and others around him would also believe. So he waited Lazarus had been in the tomb now for four days. You got it? Four days. Let's look at verse number 18. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And many of the Jews 
had joined uh, the women around, one more time, verse 19, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. All right, verse number 20. Did I read that right? And many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. There's something there. We have to go back to that. But we know that there are people surrounding Mary and Martha to comfort them at this time. Verse 20. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, somebody told her, went and went and met him, but Mary was sitting in the house. All right. Now, this is what I want us to see. And it's evident to me that we're not going to get to all of this tonight. But now we're about to get into Martha's story, Martha's faith walk with Christ. All right. So we're going to, we may zoom in on Martha and skip over a little bit to go back to the next part of Martha, because I want you to see her. And then we'll go back and get Mary and then we'll go into the whole thing. But tonight let's sort of focus on Martha. Okay. Verse nine, verse 21 says, now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if thou, rather, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Remember, that was about the same thing Jesus told his disciples. If I had been there, he said, I'm glad that I wasn't there to the intent that you may believe. You know, so Martha says some of the same words. If you, Lord, if you've been here, Lord Jesus, my brother had not died. She had faith in his presence, presence only. But God wanted to show her something else. She had faith if Jesus was there, he could lay his hands and heal the situation. But the Lord wanted to show her something else. God can do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. According to the power that works in us, the scripture says, maybe God does not want to do it this way. Maybe he wants to show you a new way, a new level. Hmm. All right. So uh, verse 22 says, but even now, listen to her faith, but even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give it, God will uh, give you. Now, that's, this is something powerful. So she's disappointed. She's saying, Lord, if you had been here, and I can understand that. Lord, if you had been here, if you had just come when the messenger came and told you about it, I know you sent me the word that he wasn't going to die but that you'll be glorified in it. I, I understand that. I thought you would have come on, but you didn't come. And that's one thing, I mean, that's really, really, really so powerful that sometimes it's necessary to hash things out with God, to tell him how you feel, you know, to get these emotions out. He's not offended with it. He's not offended. She said, Lord, if you were here, in essence, why weren't you here? Why didn't you come? If you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. If you had showed up, my brother would not have died. But you didn't. You didn't show up when, you, when I thought you would. You didn't say you were going to do it. But you didn't show up when I thought that you would. And she's disappointed. And I'm sure she's hurt. But she's not bitter. See, that's a very powerful point, but she's not bitter. Even though she did not receive her miracle, she still believes in Jesus. That's powerful. That's powerful. Look, look, let's look at it again. Verse 21. Now, Martha said, 
uh, to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Look at verse 22. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give, God will give you. Whatever you ask of God, he'll give it to you. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. In her eyes, this thing with Lazarus is over with. It's done with. The ball was dropped. But you know what? I still believe in you, Jesus. That's powerful, isn't it? That's powerful. Have you ever been to a point when you prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed all you can pray, and it seems like the Lord, not seemed like it, or the Lord just didn't come through for you? He just didn't. He didn't show up when you wanted him to show up. But do you still yet believe in him? Do you still yet believe in him? Let's look at the conversation. Jesus said to her, now we're zooming in on Martha, right? Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he will, that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Yeah, Lord, I, I'm familiar with that. I, I know the scripture that surely he's going to be resurrected when it with everybody else. So, you know, I under, uh, yeah, I understand that. Remember, for her, she thought it was over. There's nothing else that could have been done. He'd been dead four days. Jesus was trying to build her faith up to let her know, I've got something else for you. So Jesus said, uh, your brother's going to live again. He's going to rise again. Yeah, I know he's going to rise then. He's going to go. He's going to rise in the future somewhere. But she's not expecting now. As a matter of fact, I don't think anybody was expecting what Jesus was about to do. Can you allow Jesus to do something special and unique in your life? Something unexpected. That is a very powerful question. Will we allow Jesus to do something so unexpected? Can we believe in him? Just believe in him and leave the rest up to him as to how it's going to happen, how it's going to play out. Oh, this is this is thrilling. Look at verse 25. The conversation continues with the Lord Jesus here. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? So Martha is expecting a future event. But Jesus is saying, I am the event. I am the resurrection. I have the keys of hell and death. Jesus controls life and death. He said, I am the resurrection. You're looking for a time, but it's not the resurrection. It's not an event. It's a person. Jesus said, I am that. <laughs> I, I am that. Do you believe that? And look at the promises that he gives us here. He says, he who believes in me, though he were, though he may die, King James says, though he were dead, though he may die, he shall live. Again, remember going back to what he said to the, to the disciples, Lazarus sleeps. Though he may die, yet he will live. He said, though he may die, he shall live. In other words, for us, the believer, death is not permanent. Please remember that. You simply close your eyes here and open your eyes there. You know, that's powerful. That's exactly what some of our loved ones have done. They close their eyes here and open their, open their eyes there, where there's no pain, no sorrow, 
But remember, we're still here right now to fulfill our purpose and to bring the Father much glory. Amen. Look at verse 26. And whosoever liveth, okay, for right now, whosoever lives, that's you and I right now, whosoever lives, we are the whosoever, so you can put your name there. Whoever lives and believes in me, that's us, right? Whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? So for us, again, because Jesus is the resurrection, he assures us we will never die. Now, this body, now the we he's talking about is that spirit man on the inside of you. Your spirit, we can say your soul, your soul, your spirit is never going to die. We're going to enter into eternal life. Our bodies will decay, but we'll get a brand new body. Remember, Jesus promised us again eternal life. Now, Scripture is very plain. For those who do not put their trust in Jesus, who want to do things their own way, there's no promise of eternal life because Jesus, again, is the resurrection. He is the life. And if we reject life, what other place is it for them? This is why this is one of the works that we have to do, especially coming up in this next year. We're going to have to tell others about Jesus. Listen, hear this. We're going to have to tell others about Jesus. That is, communicate our faith in him. And listen, when necessary, use words. Now, this is a big thing. You're going to witness, tell others about Jesus. And when it's necessary, use your words. In other words, let your life shine so brightly that they would see your good works and glorify God. You can be the hands and feet of Jesus. You can let the, the glory of the Lord shine about you, in you, and through you to effect a change in the world around you. The more time you spend in his presence, the more time you spend in his word, the more you become like him. Oh, I'm enjoying this tonight. I pray that you are. I pray that you're getting something out of this tonight. And thank you so much for being here with me once again in the live and some of you in the, um, the replay later on. Thank you so much for investing your time in this Good News Bible study as we talk about Jesus. And as our time is running up, I just have a little bit more. And then we're going to have to close out and come back to it on next week. All right. So uh, look at verse 27. She said, she said to him, remember, Lord said, do you believe this? Do you believe this? And she says uh, to verse 27, she said, uh, she said to him, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the son of God, who is to come into the world. She affirms her faith in him, still not knowing what he is about to do. But understand that this is after she has a very strong disappointment. But she still believes in him still believes in him. And Jesus is going to show her something great and mighty. All right. Let's look at um, now verse 28 begins to talk about Mary. So we're going to get back to her, but I want to get down to verse number 20, or rather verse 32. Verse 32. And we're going to go further down in it next week, but I just want to show you things about Mary tonight. Verse 32, the conversation with Mary, I'm sorry, I want to show you things about Martha tonight. Verse 32 picks up the conversation again about Martha. 
Um, okay, yeah, verse 32. Verse 32 says, Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, all right, and said to him, Lord, if you, if, Lord, if you had been here, my brother had not died. So Mary's saying the same thing. We'll go back and pick it up. But I want it to go. Let me see. I want to go. Yes, I want to go to verse 38. 38, 38. I'm sorry, 38. Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Now we're heating up, right? Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said, unto, said, to, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead for days. Now, remember Jesus had just told her, this, this, this is not days, this is minutes, possibly, maybe an hour, but we're talking, I, want, I feel like minutes have passed where Jesus, Jesus has just told her, I am the resurrection. And now the Lord says, take away the stone. And she comes against, almost rebuking Jesus. Lord, let's not do this because it's over with. There's nothing you can do with Lazarus. It's over with. I still believe in you. Let's go do something else. I believe that even now you can ask of God and God will give it to you. Let's leave this alone. You ever had something that was so painful that you didn't want to talk about it anymore? Didn't, didn't want anybody to touch that area in your life because it hurt so bad? She said, Lord, in essence, leave it alone. L leave it alone. By now, it really stinks. By now, there is nothing that you can do about this, Jesus. Wow. Let's look down. Verse 40. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you? that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was laying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now we're going to stop there. We're just, we're heating up right now. So I'm leaving some holes that we're going to fill in for next time. But I want you to see that even though Martha has faith in Jesus, even though she believes in him, there's still more that Jesus is going to bring out of her. He's about to do something exceptional that she had not even thought about, but she's still keeping that open communication with him. Even though she's coming against Jesus said, hey, let's do it this way. No, let's let that alone. You can't save that now. You can't save my marriage now. You, you, okay, they, they fired me on that job. So let's just leave that. Let's just go somewhere else. But maybe the Lord wants to take you up to a higher place in those areas. Maybe he wants to give you something more. And he did, as a matter of fact, on this occasion. But sometimes we can doubt God. That's exactly what she was doing. But Jesus assured her again, didn't I tell you that if you believe me, you're going to see the glory of God. Remember, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but unto the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified thereby. So I'm sure she, 
All right. She quieted down and just accepted his word. And that's what we're going to have to do sometimes. When you don't understand it, don't understand why. Just going to have to accept that God has something greater in plan for you. There are a lot of whys in life, but we're going to have to accept what God did and what he is doing. And he's doing something even greater in your life today. He's about to give her a resurrection. Even though she didn't understand it, uh, even though she was having a problem believing, but she still got something even greater because she continued in faith in him. Now, I think that's what we want to stop tonight. Oh, this one last thing. Yes, yes, this one last thing. I got just a few more moments, right, before we have to have communion. All right, a few more moments. Notice how Jesus said here, I want you to see this, where the Lord says, verse 42, and I know that you always hear me. That's such a powerful phrase. Jesus, as he's praying to the Father, talking to the Father, he says, I know you always hear me. We can be doubtful sometimes. I don't know if God's always hearing me or not. I'm not Jesus. Yes, that's correct. You're not Jesus. I'm not Jesus. But we are in Christ Jesus. We are born of God and we have his favor upon us. And we never need to doubt whether the father is hearing us, whether he's listening to us. He always hears you because you are a child of God. If you are born of God, if you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I can assure you the Father always hears you. Now, sometimes we may have the same reaction that Mary Martha had here. We expect him to come one way and he doesn't. But he gives you something else for the purposes of increasing your faith, increasing your belief, making you stronger, making you better growing you up in him because you have a purpose and a destiny. I don't know why some things happen in life. I don't know why tragedies strike. I don't know why they occur, but you and I are still here. If we keep our focus in on the Lord, we will know better by and by, by and by. We love you guys tonight so much and, and we're praying for you. We love you so much. Let's go and have communion at this time. We got just a moment or two to go. And so get your commun communion supplies ready. And we're just going to move smartly. So you can pause this if you like. Pause me. I'll still be here in the live or I'll still be here in the chat waiting for you to get back. But for those of you that are ready right now, go ahead and take your communion supplies and let's do this. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your body that was broken for us. We confess that we believe in you. You became our sacrifice, our sin offering that has taken our sins away. And because of your body and blood, we are now righteous in the sight of the Father. We receive the healing that you purchase by your stripes. And through your stripes, we declare that we are healed. We love you, Lord, and we receive this healing even now. In Jesus' name, we eat all of it. The Bible says that after the same manner, he also took the cup and said, this is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for many for the remission of sins, for the taking away of sins. God forgives us 
And this blood proves that we are forgiven. And we also overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimonies. We love you, Jesus, and we receive the cleansing and washing that comes through your precious blood. Thank you for saving us and sanctifying us and making us whole. We believe, Lord. We believe. Thank you for stopping the enemy in his tracks. We believe Jesus. And we receive it now in Jesus' name. Well, as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. And he is coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. He's coming for you and I. And what makes us without spot or wrinkle? Believing in him, resting in his righteousness, resting in his goodness, resting in him. If you've not received the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life, all you got to do is begin to believe in him. Have that first conversation. Just tell him, Lord, would you wash my sins away? Would you make me yours? Would you be my Lord and Savior? I receive you. Just speak to him and he will answer you. The Bible says that those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Talk to him tonight and believe in him. Amen. Then join me here on next week and find a good Bible-believing church and stay in the word. Get busy. Get busy in your purpose and know that God is with you. Thanks, for, thanks so much for joining me tonight. My time is up. But I look forward to being back with you all next week. If you're enjoying this series, make sure you go to my website at kingdomrock.org, kingdomrock.org, and leave me a comment there or leave a comment in the description. Leave a comment in the chat area. Let us know because I am definitely enjoying this series with you and I look forward to being back with you in the studio on next week. Remember, Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today, only he can make a way. I will see you on the next time. All right, bye-bye.